Hi guys and welcome back to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the financial news and events of last week and the week ahead as of Monday, August 28th, 2023. In this week's episode, I'll be covering the earnings results from two local heavyweight firms in BHP and Qantas. We'll also take a look at the result from the US AI darling NVIDIA. And lastly, we'll discuss what was said at the Jackson Hole Economics Symposium in Wyoming, USA on Friday. So let's get into it. Starting with the recent results from Australia's corporate earnings season, we saw BHP report on Tuesday. They reported a revenue of $53.8 billion for the 12 months to June. However, this was down 17% from the June 30, 2022 result. And this was mostly due to significantly lower prices in, in key commodities such as iron ore, copper and coking coal as well. Underlying profit was $13.4 billion for the, for the 12 months of June. This also was down 37% for the same period last year. This was weaker than analysts had expected. Now, China is BHP's biggest and most important customer, and the miner did say that demand for raw materials used in steel making, such as iron ore and coking coal, would depend heavily on how effective the, the stimulus packages were were in supporting the, the Chinese real estate sector in, in the months ahead. BHP shareholders will receive a final dividend of US 80 cents a share, and this takes the full year total dividend to $1.70 a share. In Australian dollars, this is about $2.66 per share. And if we look at this from a dividend yield standpoint, if we assume a share price, so the share price was $40.05 at the beginning of last financial year, so 1 July 2022. So this affords investors, you know, if you held it for that full 12 month period, a dividend yield of 6.6%. Not to mention that the stock price was up a bit over 12% over the last financial year to, to June 30. So pretty good total, total return there for, for BHP shareholders. Uh, on to Qantas now, who reported on Thursday, they reported revenue of $19.8 billion in the 12 months of June and an underlying net profit before tax of $2.4 billion. And these both beat analysts' expectations. Qantas did not pay a, a dividend, but did, however, announce a share buyback of up to $500 million worth of shares. Now, announcements of, of share buybacks are generally good for, for shareholders as it allows some investors who wish to sell for, for cash to do so at a, at a reasonable price. But it also improves the, I guess, the, the dilution of, of shares as shareholders that continue to hold the stock into the future, they receive a greater proportion of earnings per share into the future. To the US now, the, the big event last week was the, the much stronger than expected earnings results from the, the darling of the artificial intelligence boom, NVIDIA. Now, analysts had predicted NVIDIA would produce revenue of US 11 billion in the, the June quarter. So this is just for the, the quarter. So for the three months, this is not for, for 12 months. So they analysts had expected 11 billion only for NVIDIA to report revenue of US 13.5 billion, which is a huge uh, earnings beat. And that quarterly, that quarterly revenue number is up 88% from the, the revenue that, that they generated in, in the first quarter of 2023. And it's up 101% from, from the result a year ago. So they're just doing silly things over there at NVIDIA. The, um, the revenue is just growing at an exponential rate. 
And then even if we look to the to the guidance now, the analysts ha- had expected sales, uh, well, guess revenue guidance of US $12.5 billion for the for the September quarter, so for the quarter ahead. But NVIDIA provided guidance of, of revenue of $16 billion for the quarter. So huge beat on the, the earnings guidance and pretty much all uh, metrics uh, as part of the, the earnings result. Now, the stock is currently up 221% this calendar year to date and currently has a market cap of US $1.14 trillion. It's currently the, the fifth largest stock in the listed on the, the US share market behind Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and, and Google. Now, NVIDIA did say that it planned to ramp up production in its hardware into to next year. So this kind of quashed doubts that a few analysts ha- had raised about how long this AI craze would, would last. So the company has almost like a, a monopoly over these these computing systems that are used to power AI services. Uh, the, the most common one, uh, most well-known one being ChatGPT. So that was the, a firm named OpenAIs that was their blockbuster generative AI chat box. And it also sells to a whole range of other firms. You know, Microsoft is a big one as well. So Microsoft spent close to 10.7 billion in in capital in the the fourth quarter. Uh, So just the the quarter just been, and a a large portion of that was on NVIDIA's hardware. And Microsoft also reported saying that that figure would would likely continue to, to rise into the future as well. To Friday in the US now, where the long-awaited speech by Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell at Jackson Hole, Wyoming was, was presented at the annual economics symposium. So in, in my view, it was a bit of a, a non-event and there was very little said that, that wasn't already mentioned by the, the Fed. So kicked off at about a bit after eight o'clock local time, I think it was a bit over midnight here, here in Australia. And only went for maybe 15 minutes. And like I said, there wasn't a lot that was mentioned that hadn't already been said by the Fed. And I guess the, the key takeaway would be, you know, the, the speech did suggest that while the Fed, you know, it does retain a tightening bias. So it does expect to keep interest rates at their, their current level. It, it's in no hurry to, to raise rates again into the, the, the near future. So they are prepared to, he was quoted saying, proceed carefully and assess income inflation and, and activity data for, for the time being. So it's likely we'll see the, the Fed potentially pause on, on rates when they, they next meet in September. And then there could be a potential of a rate hike at the, the following meeting in November. And that will be, I guess, the catalyst for a hike in, in November would be if there's any su- surprises on, on the, the inflation data, you know, in those in those coming months. And then even if there's a sign of some some further rebound in, in economic activity above uh, expectations, that might also result in a Fed in the Fed hiking rates. Let's take a look at what equity markets did last week. So share markets were relatively flat through the week, as investors were, I guess, a little bit nervous in anticipation of that that speech by Jerome Powell at Jackson Hole in Wyoming. So we did see the ASX 200. It was it closed down half a percent. So obviously. It was closed in in the lead up to the to the speech, and you know I'm recording this on, on Monday, so the Australian share market is is up today. The US S and P 500 closed the week up 0.8 percent. The Nasdaq Composite was up 2.26 percent. The Euro stocks 50 up 0.5 percent. The UK's FTSE 100 was up one just over one percent. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong was flat, uh, bit up uh, up about 0.03 percent. 
The Australian dollar seems to have stabilized a, a little bit towards the, the end of the week. It's, it was up 0.4% for the week and it's currently sitting at US 64 cents. Looking to the week ahead, locally here in Australia, we are approaching the end of Australia's corporate earnings season. So we will see the likes of Brambles, the, the big logistics and pallet pooling firm report their, their results this week. We'll also see Fortis, Fortescue Metals Group, the, the local iron ore miner here in Australia post their results. And on Wednesday, we'll have the, the latest inflation number here in Australia for the period to July. And that's gonna be released as part of the monthly CPI indicator. So it is estimated to ease further. So it's currently at 5.4%. So we're hoping that it eases to 5.2%. If we see it with a four handle, that's gonna be really positive for, for share market uh, enthusiasm. Finally, on Friday, we'll see the latest data on the United States employment situation. So we'll see data on the, the latest unemployment rate and also the, the rate at which wa wages are growing in, in the United States. So really important for the to get a read on the, the US economy. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for dialing in.